0: Welcome, my friends, to Scribe Me River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems, Dennis, in an altogether PG fashion this week.
1: Yeah, we come back down from the, I mean, come
0: back up, I guess, from the up. basement,
1: maybe is more accurate. From the gutter,
0: yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and this week it's going to be good family-friendly fun. Dennis, it's going to be, there's going to be, I like how family-friendly just means for kids. You know, yes. like it, yes. it's not fun for all the family. Mum and dad aren't. The kids never it. get to
1: watch Die Hard. And fun no, for- <laughs> like it's it's
0: not fun. It's fun for half the family. It's not fun <laughs> for the whole family. I um, definitely agree with that. Yeah, but this show definitely is fun for the whole family as long as all of the, your family are magic playing nerds. Everyone's going to have a great time today. Um, Dennis we've got a bit of everything today. We've got some Am the questions. We've got some, uh, magic advice questions. We've got some stuff to talk about that has nothing to do with magic as well. That's a very small part of the show. However, that's not going to be too much. Mm-hmm. Um, which is odd for us. Uh, but a lot to get to. But first, we've got to pay the piper, Dennis.
1: Well, let's, let's continue our theme of not too much magic,
0: right? Yes. You know what's coming out? Or has just come out? Well, is this, is this, um, the new Pokemon set? Yeah. Shining, Shining Fates. Fates. Baby. Shine- oh, Go sorry. Sh- Shining Fates, baby. Sorry, I didn't realize the full. Shining
1: Fates, parentheses, baby. Yeah. <laughs> there's been a, there's been a lot of confusion on the Shadow Fireball back end. Yeah. Because Shining Fates comes in an elite trainer box, which is basically like a bundle. It's got 10 boosters in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which on the back end and everything is called an ETB. And I, and, and but there's been a lot of confusion about reading that as enters the battlefield effect. The enter the battlefield like, booster box. I slacked Gabby about it and she's like, what? Yeah. And I was like, we got, we got 10 ETBs. And she was like, what are you talking what do you, about?
0: What? How, do you have a Panharmonicon? What are you talking about? Why exactly she,
1: yeah. I, I was like, Elite Trainer Box. She was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs>
0: mm, very good. And you can get these Elite Trainer Boxes today at channelfarble.com.
1: Yeah, you can get, <laughs> gotta catch all those pocket monsters, Riley. There's and shinies in them. It you doesn't. Shiny Pokemon?
0: Dennis, they make it very clear. It doesn't say you gotta catch some of them. Do
1: you reckon. The goal is in the name, right? Like, Magic the Gathering, loose. How many am I supposed to gather?
0: You don't. They don't. They don't. They don't specify mm-hmm. how much gathering are you doing in Magic. It doesn't say Pokemon. They made it very clear that first meeting with Game Freak and Nintendo. They're like, now listen, we need to talk about the tagline. We love the concept. What are we selling it with? All right, how about um, try to get as many of these as you can. Can we do any? Yeah. Better?
1: Do 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 your best to pick these
0: up. <laughs> can we do any better? Can we let, let's drill down on this a little bit? Um, uh, make every effort to complete your collection. Make. <laughs> Uh, Try pretty hard Maybe not too hard Mm, I feel like we could do What if we told them they had to What if we said they've got to catch Them all Leave none free Sorry what was it Catch them all Okay. <laughs> take take no quarter. Take give no quarter. Well no, Pokemon. it's give only quarter. It's give all quarter, isn't it? It's only give quarter. Well actually no. Would you like Well I I just said well actually not ironically there Dennis. Mm. Do you know where quartering came from? Like I giving thought quarter. It
1: was a YouTuber who used to mostly talk about magic, yeah, but now is just kind of like a general sort of alt right. W- went <laughs> went
0: from being you know magic's own shit heel to just generally being you know the yeah. the, the, the 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 shit hole, the shitheel for all seasons.
1: I thought it was a sailing thing where to give no quarter meant to take no prisoners.
0: It does mean they take no prisoners. No, but it comes it comes from sieging. It comes from giving. Um, uh, it comes from besieging people, besieging cities. So you would give quarter if they surrendered. And you would allow them to leave the mm-hmm. the town unharmed. You would give that—that that was giving quarter. So giving no quarter meant nope, everyone's going to die. You don't. Everyone's going to die. No, no prisoners. Um. Anyway, right,
1: there is a spicy card in this Shining Fate set. Okay. It is a shiny mm. Charizard V Max, which means this Charizard is not orange. Which I just realized now. You might not know the actual normal Charizard is anyway.
0: Probably not going to be. Wait, Charizard's orange. Yeah. I did know that. I thought it was red, but yeah, sure, orange, red. Yeah, it's already color. orange. Yeah, yeah. This one's black. Hmm. Might not have noticed. I probably would have noticed. If it were brown, maybe I would have but noticed.
1: It's, but it's also like $600. <laughs> that
0: I'd probably notice. <laughs> that you'd notice. <laughs> that, that, I'd, that I'd sit up and take notice of. <laughs> Um, that's pretty sweet that's a lot so if fun. you want if you
1: want if you want to take a spin on the Charizard VMAX lottery yeah. chanfarball.com.
0: chanfarball.com exactly right and of course a quick a brief mention from our other sponsor Maddie and Hal Drystone Walling. Um, mm-hmm. some of the best stone walls you'll ever see in Yorkshire um, and the surrounding areas do be sure to get in touch for them uh, tea and snacks always appreciated for Maddie and Hal Maddie and Hal dry stone walling because they're Maddie and Hal and they build dry stone walls Gotta build those walls. Gotta build those walls. Maddie and Hell. That's, <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I want to be the best there ever was. To build Da-na-na-na. to build us
1: walls. <laughs> this is my real death. Te- no, it's gotta be like it's gotta be like to hmm. It's got to be something, something is my real test. To build them is my cause, surely.
0: Yeah, to stack those stones is my real test. test. To build them is my cause. That's a different song, though. I was doing the poker up version, but yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, Yeah.
1: I will travel across the land. Well, not the
0: land. I will travel across localized areas of Yorkshire. Greater Yorkshire area. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Searching. Building tall, not that wide. Yeah, Building tall rather than wide. Each stone wall to understand the strength that lies inside. lies inside. inside. Very good
1: dry stone walls, dry
0: stone walls. <laughs> <laughs> they're getting a lot of mileage out of this sponsorship
1: yeah. <laughs> i mean are they how big is our viewership in the yorkshire area there's the map on BuzzSprite doesn't zoom in that yeah far. that's
0: true we don't know yeah well if you're in the greater yorkshire area and need stone if you need stone put into more organized piles maddie and house dry stone Walling, just go to the church yell their names you'll know what to do all right stone animal got a lot of stuff to get through today dennis um, but right now I'm introducing a brand new segment called Dennis raw and unfiltered because there are oh a couple boy, are you sure this, is, this wasn't for last week? <laughs> um, I'm going to, I'm going to say a couple of things to Dennis that I have not forewarned him about.
1: them oh, hot takes top off the dome.
0: Uh, and I just want to get his reaction on his, uh, his takes on these, on these hot button issues. They're not even in the document. Not in the doc. Dennis Strixhaven. Mm-hmm. school of majors, you will have seen that there are a couple of, uh, we've had a couple of new things, uh, you know, there's been the school houses and the the, the the charms of the commands that have come out as a result of them, that sort of stuff. But two big changes to, well, I'd say big, two changes to rules jargon and rules text, Dennis. Converted mana cost is no more. Have you seen this? Uh-huh, Converted mana, mana, mana cost value. now mana value and you no longer shuffle your library, now you just shuffle
1: we're losing sixty-six percent of the words in Shuffle Your
0: Library. What are your What are your thoughts on these changes, Dennis?
1: Those both make perfect sense to me,
0: Dennis. You clearly don't have your finger on the pulse. You clearly wow, okay. You clearly are out of touch with the common Magic player because you'll be surprised to learn, Dennis, that people hate these changes.
1: Wait, Magic players were annoyed about Ma- Magic <laughs> players annoyed changed. about change?
0: Surely not. Um, no, look, a lot of I mean, very sensible people. A lot of sensible people being like, "This is fine." It's obviously good. Like it, it doesn't do anything bad at all. Obviously, it's it's just a positive. Well, thing.
1: apparently, ba- based on the way you're talking, it seems like some people would disagree with that. Do you same. know? Do you
0: know what one of the arguments against shuffle? Like, so it's now like uh, you know, search your library for a card, put the card in your hand, then shuffle. Right?
1: I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. Man- mana value, you could argue, is confusing. I think it's just wrong to argue that. But I can see a stance there. Shuffle your library is pure value.
0: Um. So do you know what one of the? It seemed like actual responses to that was. Maybe this person was joking, in which case, good on you because you got me, but I don't think they were. They said, shuffle what? My hand? My graveyard? There goes legacy graveyard order cards. What? Sure. Sure. What? Yeah, because it was on like Demonic Tutor. I think the card was Demonic Tutor. So it's put the card in your hand, then shuffle. What? what, Am I supposed to shuffle my hand? Uh, Mm. Like, great. A a, a well-reasoned response. Again, maybe this person was joking, but the thing is, this is the problem with some satire. It's impossible to tell the difference between actual satire and reality when people are saying this sort of thing. So
1: Riley, are you aware of a dance called The Shuffle?
0: Right, yes. So you 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 search a card for a library, put that card in your hand, put your unshuffled library back on the table, and then get up and do a bit of a dance.
1: Now, do you know what that dance is officially called?
0: The Melbourne Shuffle, right? The Melbourne the Shuffle. The Melbourne Shuffle, yeah. Yep you're from your neighboring town my uh my friend callan gear from high school was very very good at that dance he tried to teach me but i couldn't do it but he was very very good at it. he could he could do he had like slidey shoes he could do it i don't know he did it, it was it's so
1: you so the next time you're at a gp you're gonna be like all right gonna, you know crack my whatever name a fetchland do this choice
0: no you Winsor name fief. a fetchland dennis because you are clearly not you you're in a position i i know you very well you can't remember the names of any fetchlands go
1: windswept teeth, wooded foothills oh, I got up. it yeah, he's, he's
0: looked him up go on. I have not <laughs> no, he didn't but I don't
1: up. know I can not remember like white ones for some reason <laughs> <laughs> or green ones even sorry go on um, you go get your forest or whatever. Your, your I don't know, your breeding pool. Yeah. Put in play. You go. Sorry. Stand up. Yeah. Do, do it. a little bit of a bit, bit of a boogie. Yeah. Sit down. You're not going to shuffle your library. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. Shuffle my what? Uh, I, okay,
0: boomer. It doesn't say to shuffle the library anywhere, does it? Uh, sorry.
1: I mean, it probably definitely does in The windswept still, to be
0: fair. Yeah, it's not as if like they can retcon the cards on on arena, but like it's not it's not as though you know the the Magic: The Gathering rules coordinator is going to come to your hand. It come to your hand. Come to your house and like. Sharpie over all of your windswept heats. No, that's not going to happen.
1: Also, I know it's like it's kind of like that meme, like you know, won't somebody please think of the children? Mm. They're like, won't somebody please think of the legacy legal cards that care about the order of your graveyard? No, I don't care.
0: But no one is I'm no at- one is taking the sh- then shuffle to mean shuffle your graveyard. But they could. Yes, Dennis, they could. But they could. They could. Um, the, all the arguments against mana value as well. Oh, it's confusing. It doesn't make sense. What it, and converted mana cost does.
1: Yeah.
0: I dunno man. People think CMC sounds better than an MV. I guarantee you. Like when Magic Fest was first announced as the name for the Grand Prix, I thought it was the dumbest thing in the world. Now it just sounds normal. It's not gonna mm-hmm. take long for Matter Value to just sound normal. We're gonna we're gonna get used to it very quickly, can I tell you that, Dennis? I agree. Anyway, Dennis, uh our second uh, the second thing that I want to talk to you about. Frasier's coming back, dude.
1: Whoa, whoa, Whoa 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 what?
0: No. This is true. It's Can true. Did you did you not know this? I I no, I, I assume that you'd be over it's this.
1: Uh, Kelsey Grammer to return as what?
0: Frasier's coming back, man. I I I. This was a long. Like I was like, oh, I'm going to try this thing. I'm going to spring it on Dennis. He'll definitely have heard it, so it won't be as. I fine. had not heard. Let's go, Dennis. Give me that. Give me that. That reaction. I want to hear exactly but what it's you think.
1: Been so yeah. long, yeah, man. The show ended like seventeen years. Seventeen ago. years,
0: man. Seventeen years. Yep, finished in two thousand and four. Dennis, stop reading the news article and start telling people how you feel about Sorry, this. Sorry, I don't understand. I think it'll be bad. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's not into it. I thought you'd be I'm excited. excited to watch it. Yeah. I
1: mean, have you told Marshall? I haven't told Does Marshall. Marshall
0: it'd, it'd be great to Marshall's get Marshall's a
1: huge Fraser fan.
0: Well, I've got some bad news for Marshall because he's also a huge Seattle fan. Not happening in Seattle. What? Why? It's not in Seattle. Where is it now? No, it doesn't, it doesn't say. Um, uh, it says that it's going to be... Um, It's not going to be set in Seattle. It's not going to be the same Frasier. It's going to be the man in his next iteration. Hopefully, that'll be something uh, people like watching, but I think it'll be funny. That's what Grammar had to say about it.
1: What do you mean it's not going to be not the same Frasier? What the hell?
0: That's stupid. Now I'm mad. Oh, dear. We went from excitement to disbelief to now anger. Imagine that. (laughs) A magic player hating change.
1: Hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't know who plays magic. Um, I can't find this article. I'm Googling the phrase, not the same Frazier, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to find some. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Polygon. Wow. Okay. Um, not the same. This we'll see if people respond to it because it's not going to be in the same place. It's not going to be in Seattle. It's not going to be the same Frazier. It's going to be the man in the next Hopefully some people like watching. It's still a search for love. I think that'll go always going with Frazier, but it'll also be a better connection with his son. Boo earns. Boo earns, Riley.
0: Alright, well as someone who is not a Fra- who did I get in the Fraser quiz again? Did I get Giles or Niles?
1: Nile, you got Niles
0: Niles, there you go, that's good. Classic Niles. Classic Niles. Um I have no I have no horse in this race. I I'm just it, I'm so uninvested in it, but I knew it would mean something to you. This is not what it I anticipated.
1: Does. No. Riley, I can tell you I was happy, but now I have heard the blues of Colin and I am sad.
0: Oh no, Dennis, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for ruining the energy in this dumb podcast with my with my <sighs> Fraser news. I'm mad. Anyway, Do,
1: oh, anyway, we'll move on. Fraser
0: Watch 2021 continues, and we'll uh, we'll have to get those. I don't know when it doesn't say when it's. Uh,
1: we should watch the
0: reboot on Discord when it comes out. Um, it'd be interesting to get Dennis's Dennis's take on it when it actually does drop, because um, so are you like how much out of ten? If, are you from like one to Marshall? How big a fan of you, Fraser?
1: Oh, like I mean that's a confusing scale, but like
0: six. Okay, six out of Marshall? Yeah. All right. Six out of Marshall, yeah. I'm really well, I think we need to get the Marshall hot take. I think we I think we need Just tweet to, him. Tweet at him right now. Yeah we'll we'll uh Do you have his we'll, phone number? It'll be, be, be good to see exactly uh, exactly what he thinks of it. Do you have Marshall's phone number? I don't have Marshall's phone number, no. I
1: think I do. We can just call him. It's what, four thirty in the morning. Should, <laughs> okay.
0: Even if it were like eleven o'clock <laughs> do you, do you, do you know Marshall Marshall like doesn't get up in the morning. Yeah, yeah, he won't be up until
1: like noon. And he loves, he
0: loves a sleep in. Whenever, whenever we did coverage and he had to be up at like seven for a call time, forget it. Forget it, man. He, oh, he's, I mean, I'm like that too, most of the time. But, Is there uh, one
1: where he's still up from last night? That's more likely. That's, right?
0: pr- that. I would say it's more likely that he has not gone to bed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, let's get the questions, Dennis. Um, I'm sorry to have, uh, harshed your vibe a little bit there with the, um, with the Fraser news. I thought it would be uplifting, but that, that, I mean, look, that's the risk of Dennis roaring unfiltered, you know? Now we know. That's what you get. Anyway, if you've got topics you want um me to bring up for Dennis Raw and Unfiltered next week, uh make sure you send them just to me. It will defeat the purpose if you send them to Dennis or put mm-hmm. them in the Discord. Just DM to me on Twitter, twi- mm-hmm. d- twitter.com. Anyway, got a question here from Jeff, your friend of mine. Oh, yes. Uh Jeff of Prime Speaker Zagana fame, who <laughs> oh, asks, boy. I have an actual genuine MTG question for SMART. I have a couple of paper MTG decks, mostly modern. I've not played with any of them in close to 18 months now. You Wouldn't be alone there. Um And I'm just wondering if I'm better off selling them than keeping them for basically just nostalgia. Any and all advice is welcome.
1: Ditch them, mate. They're weighing you down. Channel5.com slash Ubox. buy. All
0: right, next question. Um No, this is something that I grappled with.
1: Well, you mentioned even before this call, you were like, what am I going to do? Because you have a bunch
0: of like booster packs. i got a bunch of booster packs I want to get rid of and I think I'm just going to crack them and send them into CFP. But uh, Mm -hmm. I had two modern decks. So I had a standard deck that was rotating out. So that was a no brain. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to sell this. I don't care. And then I picked up the modern deck that I'd had for years. And I was like, do I want this? When was the last time that I played this deck? I don't see a time that I'm going to play this deck anytime soon. I like these snapcaster mages a lot, but.
1: It's a sad thing. You never know. Like, you know, when you're like a kid and like your parents will pick you up Mm. Uh, one time your parents will pick you up for the last time and they won't know.
0: When you say pick up, you don't mean pick you up from school. You mean as, actually like, I mean lift you. Yes, I mean like lift you. your parents lifted you up from the ground, held you, right, like a child, put you down for the last time.
1: And they didn't know. Yeah. And the, and you shuffled that, that library, not that hand, not that Melbourne. Yeah. You shuffled it for the last time. You didn't even know. And you
0: didn't even know it was the last time. Uh, I was up at Megan's place uh, at one point. She lives, uh, she, her parents live out in the country and she's got quite a, you know, like big- Yard outside of this, um, outside of the house, right? And we were walking around and she was telling me how she used to set up, like, f- she used to get branches and, and trees and stuff and, and, and set up, like, jumps and then pretend she was a horse yeah. and run across, you know, do, do little dressage tournaments for herself in the, in the backyard of her parents' house. And I was like, yeah, that's funny. One day you did that for the last time. And she just, <laughs> like, it was just like a knife in the guts, man. She was like, one day you put away those, like, ma- little jumps that you'd made for yourself and you never got them back out. <laughs> How <laughs> you take that? Because I had that thought with my, with, I got, I got a ton of Lego back at my parents' place. And one time I built, I don't know, a spaceship or something, or I built a little house with Lego. And then I, I, you know, took it down, put the Lego back in the box and put it back in the shelf, put it back in the cupboard, and never got it out again. And I didn't know when I did that, that that was going to be the last time I did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's tough. Like, if you want to, if we can, we can have a, jo- a joke and a laugh about this, but like magic decks are kind of weirdly something that we form emotional connections with and getting rid of them. Taking them apart. Not me, man. I play limited. There you go, and that's why the, you know that's why limited superior format because there's no. That's the
1: it's the it's it's the like it's the speed dating equivalent of the relationships that magic decks are. It's
0: all it's all head and no heart. It's the hit it and quit it of the uh, yeah. Of, yeah. Of, like
1: you're like oh I've had so many memories of this deck. and I'm like I don't even remember this deck's <laughs> name.
0: <man>. I went <laughs> there was a rare in here. I, I went <laughs> okay. two one and now and now the deck is in the bin exactly. Yeah. Um, I think you got to get rid of it though. I think so. Too. I think you've got to get rid of this. And, he, and Jeff, here's the other reason, mate. If this is something you've been sitting on for 18 months, it's not going to be good anymore. Moderns, cha- no, <laughs> yep. like seriously, moderns changed so much in 18 months, right? Like, there's no. Is that
1: true? What are the top What are the top decks of modern right now?
0: So Uro has just been banned in modern, which means that at the moment, mm-hmm. people are playing hyper aggressive linear decks. The best deck in modern, arguably at the moment, is Is it Blitz, right? Which is a deck okay. that Which is a deck that plays like you know, Frostburn Weird or whatever it is, so like Soulscar Mage and Monastery Swift Spear and like. Um, the storming entity that sort of stuff right it is well, right
1: i'm gonna go, i'm gonna go take a look at the power rankings right
0: now. sure on cfp pro the other like other decks that are big like burn burns i mean if, if the decks burn it's still good but apart from that like modern modern's unrecognizable even jund isn't good enough anymore man
1: well jund was such a man i think jund's been gone for a long time like that was always a thing in my head but like as, like, a prototypical modern deck, but yep. in my head, so it was, like, Splinter Twin, and yes. that's been an awfully long time.
0: But even if even if Jund were good, it would look nothing like it used to. You know, Dark Confident is not remotely played mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's now about, like, Ren and Six. That's your value engine, that sort of thing. So, God, I forgot about Ren and Six. So, modern Horizons really did shake everything up, eh? So you've got to get rid of this deck, Jeff. you got to get rid of it, because it is weighing you down. It's holding you back, right? And if you haven't... Okay,
1: are you ready for this? The CFP Pro Modern Power Rankings. Go on,
0: yep, hit it, hit me.
1: Heliod Ballista. Okay. Yep. Red Prowess. Hammer Time. Yeah. Valakut. Death and Taxes. Ponza. Jund.
0: Yep. But that's, I bet that's Jund Death Shadow.
1: It is not. It is Reed Duke Jund. Now nah, there's some. A little bit of bias th- coming in there. A little I mean.
0: bit of, I mean, there's a little bit of thumb on the scale. A little, little bit of thumb on the scale in on that one. <laughs> Reed's like, oh, just pop it. Pop, pop it in right at the bottom there. Pop it in right well, There's, got, it, there's got a, a deep
1: dive. It. And look, if you ever want a master class in, Magic the Gathering strategy. The Reeds deep dive from August last year on modern Jund.
0: Hell of of a read. We're trying to get Jeff to get rid of his cars, not keep him, Dennis. And. No, no, no,
1: no I, Riley, I think you're mistaken. I'm trying to get get Jeff to get rid of his cards to buy different ones.
0: Ah, yes. Now, now Jeff, what you need to do is get rid of these cards and immediately buy the list uh, from- Shining Fates. Shining, Shining Fates. Fates. Shining Fates. <laughs> get that VMAX that Charizard. Um, no, uh, you got to get rid of them. you got to get rid of them. Like, keeping decks for basically nostalgia- I'll tell you what you do. Well, I mean, here's what I did. I took apart that, that the Jeskai control, control- I'm really dating the deck by saying it's Jeskai Control. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a good deck at one point- um, I put apart, I kept the Snapcasters. Didn't sell them, which is really stupid of me because now they're half the price they were when I sold the entire deck. But if you've got like, if you want to take apart the deck and sell it, or oh, no, sorry, if you're wanting to keep the deck for nostalgia, right? Keep a couple of cards. Keep like a keep few cards off of it, yeah. right? Um, to, uh, to remember it by or to, keep, to fuel the nostalgia. But uh, apart from that, you got to let go.
1: Keep the boyfriend sweater. You don't keep texting the boyfriend. I don't want to talk about that, Dennis. I don't want to talk about no, that. what is that a real thing?
0: I, I've, I've told the story of the grey jumper. No, have i not told the story of the grey jumper. Oh, maybe you have. Anyway, let's. let's I've hear it told again. the story of the grey jumper before. I definitely have. So did a girl steal a jumper? My, my last girlfriend before Megan, she, I, I very like. I like my clothes, and I don't. I don't like the whole, like... Which is
1: surprising if you've ever seen Riley's clothes, actually. Well,
0: I dress weird. pretty well, thank you very much. <laughs> Not in the middle of a global pandemic, perhaps, but usually I dress reasonably well. Anyway, uh, I was always like, no, you can't wear my hoodie. Megan's great with this. She doesn't steal my clothes. But my previous my previous girlfriend, she'd nick stuff all the time. I'm like, you've got to stop doing this. One time I went away on holiday and she sent me, like, a selfie being like, hey, have a good time. When I was at the airport of her in her house wearing one of my jumpers that she had nicked to wear while I was away, right? hilarious really annoyed me and she never gave it back and then we broke up and i gave her all, all her stuff back and she still got my gray jumper and it was a really so nice so riley jumper. what
1: you're telling me is you put on that jumper for the oh, last time no. and you didn't oh, even know
0: no oh there was one time that i took that jumper off and discarded it into the uh, into the washing basket and it was the last time and i didn't even and know she it.
1: scuttled in the window like a raccoon <laughs> stole it away, stole into the it night. away. It's gone forever.
0: oh man Oh, I still miss that jumper so much. I miss that jumper so much, man.
1: I wish there was a way to know you were in the good jumpers before you left them. You know? I
0: wish they told you that they, yeah, exactly. I wish they were told, they told you that the, you know, this, this was the time to cherish with the good jumpers. I've never been able to replace it as well. It was just a Uniqlo jumper. Like I can see if I could find it again. I can't find it anywhere. Anyway, that's it.
1: Uniqlo. Jump.
0: Uniqlo okay. jumper. There will be a lot of results for that, Dennis, I think. Anyway.
1: Mostly women's cardigans, actually. <laughs> no, this
0: one was It was really nice. It was grey. Oh, beautiful. Anyway, got a, uh, an am I the asshole?" question, Dennis, that comes in to us here from, confusingly, Sharktales. Not going to get me with that one. Doesn't count. Doesn't count because it's a person's name. Mm-hmm. It would be disrespectful to put woohoo on the end of their name because their name is Sharktails. Sharktails yes. writes in and says... Am I the magic asshole? Right now in MTGA, there is a glitch that allows you to play Frostpire Arcanist for one mana less if, I, if either player has a Gyna Wizard in play, not mm-hmm. just you. So, this is the 2 5 that has a reduction if you have a Gyna Wizard, but apparently there's a bug that lets you play it for cheaper if your opponent has one as well. I utilize this to play Frostpire Arcanist and have sufficient mana left over to cast the spell that I drew off of it. Am I the asshole for exploiting this glitch for measly gems? For context, I was 6 1 in a premier draft at the time. Yes, you are. You're not an asshole, you're a cheater. Yeah, you shouldn't do this. <laughs> It, this is the this like if the computer will let you do it, right, I guess there is some weight to the argument that like it is on Watsy Wizards. yeah it is on Watsy to fix this sort of thing.
1: It's a you say in the terms of service that you say you won't knowingly exploit things for winning.
0: So there you go. So if I were in the situation, I would have not played that card or would have waited a turn or or honestly, I would have tapped a land, right? And wasted the matter.
1: Are you like as Voxy says? Are you pure in the eyes of the Lord here, Sharktails?
0: This is, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. It's tough, man. The temptation six and one. You're nearly there. You nearly got that seven win in the draft. It's tough, man. But this is this is when it's you know it's easy to do good when nothing's on the line. I have
1: two. I have two wizards of the coast online digital Magic the Gathering product anecdotes to tell. Okay, go. The first, I played in the sealed open, Riley.
0: Oh, you did? In the arena open. I How'd did. you go? You get that 2K?
1: Wait for it. No, I think you would have heard about that if I got the 2K. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing day one, and I went 0 and 2, and I was like, ah, oh, okay, got to sweat yep. on the heater. Yep. Yep. Got to get all the way to 7 yep. now, yep. right? I got to 6 and 2. Ooh. And then the game crashed during my final game, and I missed four of my turns, uh, and lost. Uh,
0: yeah, so you didn't, even get a, you didn't even get a chance to contest it, really. No, yeah, that sucks. No,
1: nope. I was ahead in the game, too. Yeah. My opponent, Mulligan to, to five. Yep. And Wizards refunded me my entry to the tournament nice. in gold. I bought I bought it in gems, but they gave me gold. But, like, whatever. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> whatever. Because um, that sucked. No, there's no real fun twist that act out. It just sucked. Yep. But it's penance, routing. Because back in the Wild West days of Magic the Gathering Online... Mm-hmm. This might have been before they made the quote unquote beta mandatory. Yep. And it looked like, you know, green felt poker tables. This was back in M15.
0: I remember this. Yeah. It, it looked like Excel. It looked like an Excel spreadsheet. Yep.
1: I think it's actually right after they made the beta mandatory because it was unstable as all hell. Yep. The client would pick the wrong card in a draft a lot and it would crash. I remember in a draft this. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yep. Yep. And Wizards had to get very generous with their refund policy. Mm-hmm. So generous so much that um they would refund you the entry to the draft and you could keep whatever you drafted or won. Yeah. Right now with so infinite. What did you do? Every single draft I entered, it would crash. Yeah. I would file for a refund, I'd get the refund, and then I'd go two and one with the with the deck that I managed to draft through the crash. I think that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But it was I was Robin Hooding it. Like I I made like hundreds of tickets. Just jamming a Johnny's rare drafting sometimes. I Okay. All right.
0: That's, that's a little different because you weren't just like, oh, I'll do my best to draft a good deck. And when it crashes, like if you're drafting, if you would. Were- oh no,
1: I was, I was. Cause there were, there were drafts where I went three and zero and got a refund for my entry.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's more of a line ball. Like, I don't think it was,
1: I don't think that was, a, I don't think that was an asshole move, but I think, I think that that same woods employee who processed all those refunds, who is now in the arena team mm. saw me get to my end and was like let's just unplug this yeah, yeah, yeah. Little port here. Yeah. It all comes back I recognize that username. I know,
0: I I'd recognize that username anyway, yeah. Exactly. Just let me let me just refresh that cache real quick. Oh, you got the, this thing connected from your game, did you? Oh, no.
1: They did eventually say to me, they're like, You have filed too many of these refund requests and I was like, I have filed I have filed as many refund requests as the time as times the client does not perform correctly. And they were like, okay, here's your answer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Wow. No, anyway, you shouldn't do this. No, 100%. You if you, this. He's just, this is actually just cheating. Yeah, shouldn't do this. Yeah. It's funny. I got accused of this one time when I was on stream, right? Um, because uh, what was I doing? It wasn't a bug, but I was like, I, like as a gag, I was, you know, okay. I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was, right? But let's say I had one in a blue up and a, and a gate in hand and they cast like a creature and i was like oh let's see if i can negate it right and so i was like trying to put the negate on the stack trying to target it right mm-hmm. and then some of the chat was like wow just cheating huh just trying to cheat it's like i'm mainly doing this for entertainment because it's dumb because i'm going to die to this creature that they're playing but like
1: mm-hmm.
0: what's the real life equivalent of that right they cast a creature you go negate mm, gotcha or like counter it you know try to try to jedi Minecraft trick them like it was clearly
1: well that is a real cheat people do cheat. i, I
0: understand and i think that's what but what i'm saying is like does that translate to me being like, oh, let me see, no. like it's it's just a gag, right? Like that's it's something a, I do. In, that's something I do a in a in a paper game as well. If I like, let's say I'm on I don't know five and they're about to cast like a a, a thunder and I got no blockers, right? I'm dead. I'm just like oh, negated. Oh, funny, you know, like dumb a dumb joke. I'm not so actually trying to shark okay. them. You're cheating. I get it. That's yeah, nice. actually, just I'm just yeah, just
1: no. You're right. That's not cheating at all. This is unfo- this unfortunately I understand what shark Tales is saying mm. here because it doesn't feel like cheating because it feels like you're cheating the the client, yeah. and that like oh well, the other person knew what they were getting into by entering this draft. Nah, nah, nah mate, you can't nah. do it. Now I don't know what you're supposed to do. Honestly, you tap the extra line like, in
0: this. Well, in this situation, it's an easy fix. In others, not so much.
1: I don't know if I'd have the. I don't know if I'd have the the moral fortitude to do that. Really.
0: Well, as I said before, it's it's when it's easy. It's easy to be a good person when nothing's on the line. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: It's when you are six one and you need to. Avoid a moral pitfall like this.
1: That, that, I, you, well, you know, you know what they say, right? The road to hell is paved with frost by arcanists.
0: I tell you what, you do, you start streaming because then your chat will call you out Keep if, you you, honest. if you ever start thinking about doing <laughs> anything like this. Like, well, I've got hundreds of people watching me, I'm not going to be able to do this. Um, But yeah, sorry, Shark Tales. It's not often. It's not often that we confirm that someone is in fact the magical asshole when, when they write. Well, we don't like
1: to call our listeners assholes. It's bad business. (laughs) It is bad
0: business. So, uh, sorry, Shark Tales. (laughs) Sorry, mate. Anyway, we've got another one here, Dennis. Uh, Mm -hmm. we've got another one that comes in from Choingler. You want to read it for us? Choingler.
1: What a name. Good fun to say. It's like an alien version of friends. (laughs) This is Chandler.
0: (laughs) Choingler Uh and Rochel.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, am I the asshole? Am I the magical asshole? says there. While playing a Kaldheim draft, I have a Valkmira Protector's Shield in
0: play. So this is the one that, um, reduces the damage done by one. So, like, if you've got yes. a Valkmira, everything that you have, including your, 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 your creatures, your permanents, yourself, whatever, all the damage that's done to them are reduced by one.
1: Yeah. I attack with my 6-6 six six Death Touch creature into my opponent's board of two power creatures. My opponent begins to multi-block my 6-6, six six and I begin to spam the oops emote before they lock in their blocks with the hint of warning them that they are about to lose their board. They locked in blocks and then resigned in the aftermath. I am concerned that my Emus spam might have been considered BM and thus the question, am I the magical asshole? Wait, that shouldn't have happened. I guess he can, I guess he can just do two to everything, can he? What? No, 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 no. No, he, oh wait, sorry, he has the Valkmira.
0: Choingla has the Valkmira
1: And a 6-6 death touch. And a 6-6 six, six death touch. So the opponent is just doesn't understand that you can, the, if you multiply with death touch, you'll just kill everything. The, so. And each of those creatures will individually do one less, therefore four less. So, overall, so I'm
0: right? imagining there are 3 two twos, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you triple block the six six without the Velcro Mirror, there'd be a trade,
1: and then, but now it's just the they do three three damage together. It,
0: th- there are three three damage total is done to the six six, right?
1: I think your intent here, Chundler, is fine. It's like in a vacuum, spamming oops is just spamming anything is BM.
0: Honestly, I, I don't think tr- I don't think there's a world you get out of this one looking looking okay. I, like I like it. It just looks like you're being like it.
1: There, yeah. Your intentions were good, so in you know, pure. I think you're pure in the eyes of the Lord. But there's no way your opponent
0: thinks. The that. question was, Dennis, am I the magical asshole? No, no. If the question was, do did I, I look, look like, like, like a magical much- asshole? Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. The thing is here, very important distinction. The, the thing is here, it's it's good that you wanted to warn your opponent that they're about to make a mistake. The client mm-hmm. is not built for you to do that. Also, you don't really have a responsibility to. They stuffed up, and it's on them, right? If I, I guess it would depend on the stakes, but if I'm playing at a GP and my opponent did that, I'm not saying anything. Like th- they need. To- if I'm playing like casually, and playing a game of Commander or something. Maybe I'd say say something, but like if I'm playing, it's
1: it's awkward in paper though. Like uh, arena, lets, like kind of removes this responsibility because it's in paper. It's awkward if you don't say anything. I mean, again, if it's at like a competitive level, you don't hundred no, percent of course whatever. not. But if they triple block and they go to put your guy. They're like, and your guy has two, and you're like. Nah, nah, mate. No. That's awkward. But in this case, their they're shatter pause and their like embarrassment is all between them and the client, not between them and you. You know what I mean? I
0: don't think- like You have tapped four mana- Is it four mana? I think it's four mana. Four mana for this shield and put it on the battlefield. It is there on the table. They can see it. They can read this card. If they forget about it and make bad blocks, it's on them. You don't, ha- you don't have a responsibility to tell them, even in paper, if, if you're playing competitively. If you're playing casually, sure. You you let them know, like, hey, that's that, that's probably not going to work. Because remember, remember the shield. Oh, yeah, of course, don't do it. Yeah,
1: you do not have a responsibility to stop your opponent making mistakes strongly. You went above and beyond. It's it sucks because you went above and beyond in terms of altruism, but your opponent still thinks you're just. An you, asshole. Went <laughs> you went below. You went. above and below. Well, above, yeah. You went below
0: and beyond. Um, yeah, to to make it to make there. I, I think that they they probably took that as like, wow, this person's really rubbing it in. Um, mm-hmm. But it's tough, man. It's tough. It's it, it's a it's a situation where you you really weren't ever escaping from this one. Um, Riley,
1: I'm going to insert some gank me from river here because it is poignant to this topic. Poignant, poignant.
0: Wow, All right, A poignant bit of gank me from Not river. Bit of, a bit poignant. of league chat. If anyone uh, is, I don't know, so got anything else hears- they want to they want to do at this time, you want to just pop down the oh, podcast okay. for a couple All of right. minutes and you know if you get so- you doze off for a little bit, go on.
1: There are pings you can issue in league that just ping to everyone on your team. Like, be careful, which is like an exclamation mark and goes ding on the map and all that stuff. Mm. But the, there is a opponent, enemy missing one. I've seen which this is like, it's very hey,
0: confusing. I don't know what it means. I'm
1: in the bot lane and the enemy laner isn't here anymore. They could be in mid. They could be out, uh, you know, they're just, I, I don't know where they are right now. Okay. And that ping is a question mark. Yep which was a mistake for the League of Legends coders to include. <laughs> because every time someone on your team does something questionable or stupid or makes a mistake, you just rain question marks down upon them. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Right, yes, okay, that makes sense. So this happened to me, and there was pure justice. A friend of mine, who you've met, I think you've met, Cunnell, we were playing League of Legends, and I was starting my camp or whatever down the ball lane, and he was just trolling, and he was just pinging question marks on me the whole time yes. and he accidentally hit the wrong key and teleported to the wrong side of the map which is a very useful summoner spell that has like a 6 minute cooldown very good and he missed two waves of minions cuz he had to walk all the way back up to top lane <laughs> That was instant justice, instant justice. That's
0: very good. He's trying to BM you. and the B- Imagine if you do that, you're trying to BM someone and you accidentally click attack all into their wall of yeah, blockers or, the or game,
1: or, or you just discard a card. Yeah, like- yeah, exactly. Oh,
0: man, that'd be so good. Oh, jeez, um, uh That was a surprisingly good bit of Gang Me From River there. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't mind that. That was good. Is Connell's Kunal- the guy who sounds like he has a a handkerchief over his microphone all the time?
1: He might I don't think so he might
0: See I don't know any a lot of the a lot of these people in real I've met some of them in real life but most like, most of the, whenever I hang up with your mates on Discord when we're playing Valheim or whatever
1: Well they all have different names on Discord
0: Um and as well. yeah but it's mainly like the the their voice like is it Carl who's Bowl?
1: Bold Carl, Carl. Yeah. Carl
0: has this- Carl's very soft-spoken. S- silky smooth baritone. I could listen to yeah. Carl talk all day long, right? <laughs> but Carl often sounds like he's got a piece of paper or cardboard between his mouth and Through his microphone. Sock, yeah. Or a sock, exactly, yeah. It, it, just, it always sounds a little bit muffled. So that's how I remember who people are.
1: That's funny, yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we got another question here, Riley. I don't know who it's from. No,
0: I don't know. It, if only they'd greeted us and told, me, told us their name, it would have been a lot easier.
1: It's a joke for just me and you, so to explain, this question comes from someone whose username is, hello, my name is Susan.
0: Hello to you too, Susan.
1: <laughs> hello to you too, Susan. Susan is Says I have a friend who gives me MTG finance advice on when to sell the valuable rares mythics from drafts and sealed events. They don't have much value to me unless I wanted them for a commander or anything like that, and it began with War of the Spark when I drafted it to Fairy Time Raveler and could have sold it for $20. That ended up ended up higher than that, didn't it? I guess the War of the Spark would didn't really. Continue
0: to read the question and it all become clear.
1: My friend said to wait since the value will go up over time. They weren't wrong. It did go up, but now it's only worth ten dollars. This is the GameStop, Riley.
0: Hold all the way to the moon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then go in Throne of Eldritch, long on TEF.
1: Yeah, TEF. Then in Throne of Eldritch, when I drafted an OCO, that one just fits in three letters, yep, no problem. Yep. It was worth about fifty dollars, and my friend told me the same thing. And again, they were not wrong. It did spike higher. But I stupidly listened to it with their advice and held, and now it's only worth $20. <laughs> this happened again with Uro, another three-letter one, <laughs> Luminous Broomath and Omnath. I feel like I've always lost out a lot of money by listening to this person and going against my gut, which is always supposed to sell it right away. I have a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush mentality. Is my friend sharking me? Well, they kept, um, I'm starting to think that they just want to see me lose in these financial decisions. What should I do with my Valkyrie slash now? They're not sharking you because they're not benefiting from it aside from like some Schadenfreude, I guess. Yeah, right? I
0: guess they're, they're enjoying watching your hopes go up and up and up, and then burst. And there's a very there's a distinct correlation with the the price of the card and your enjoyment level of this uh, this situation. It sounds like your friend always just gives you the same bit of advice: never sell your magic cards. Hold, <laughs> yeah, just hold, hold, hold. Um, what should you do with your Valky tibbers? Uh Well, th- this is a piece of advice I've given on the on the podcast before, and I'll do it again. There are there are only two correct times to sell magic cards. There are only two times at which it is actually correct to sell the cards that you have Mm
1: -hmm.
0: one is either right now exactly right now the other is like 10 years ago Mm
1: -hmm. right
0: because you talk to people who like complain about the fact that they sold their forces of will at exactly the wrong moment like when it was 30 rather than 100 or before after the reprint or whatever else like that right you you can't know unless you're whatever that guy's name was from wall street bets right you can't know the future Mm-hmm. Um, that guy has a very apparently limited superpower to look at, look, you know, a couple of months in the future and see what stocks are going well, well, to get shorted.
1: Rightly, we can, we can do that here. Go on. If everybody who listens to this podcast goes out and buys a Valky, it will drive the price of Susan's up. Are we
0: going to <laughs> short, we can short Valky? Are we going to short Valky?
1: but you can that's how the economy works I mean,
0: and the, the mtg finance it's, it's even less regulated than the real world man god no this is just straight up a buy it's just like we could i, I, I don't i don't want to do it <laughs> i don't want to do it i don't want to do, do it
1: i don't think it's to do it quite this public
0: <laughs> no i think it's supposed to be a secret thing um anyway the smart buyout of valky continues the reviled mtg personalities denison it's riley.
1: already started child out of stock on valky's riley it's already begun. Well, where People else can we to buy them? The There's nowhere else to
0: buy them. So there's no, there's not no else you could possibly buy <laughs> No. The only way to buy, do it is to buy boxes of um, uh, Kaldheim from Channel and open them hoping to get a Valkyrie. That's the only mm, way to, put, mm. uh, to get that card now. Um, it sounds like your friend... Is an idiot. No, no. It sounds like your friend is a broken clock and they're right twice a day. They say hold that card will go up, right?
1: That's only right. That's only right with an analog clock. A broken digital clock is just not, just a paperweight.
0: That's true. Yeah, that's true. Okay. It sounds
1: like or or a broken digital clock thinks it's always eighty-eight minutes past eighty-eight. <laughs> in the
0: right kind of tilt. Yeah, it, you know? yeah. Very good. <laughs> no, that, was, that was very good, Dennis. I have to give you that one. I enjoy, I enjoyed that one a lot. That really tickled me. That one was. Uh, thank you for that. That's made, that's made my life. A, uh, that's you've improved my quality of life. with That joke. I appreciate it. <laughs> Um, no, it sounds like your friend is just giving you the same advice. And, like, here's-, here's That's what I, I- But I think an idiot would do that. But, That's what I mean when I said they're an idiot. Here's my suspicion. This is a classic example of survivorship bias. Because your friend has probably given you the same example for cards that didn't spike and then tank. Mm. Your friend has probably said, like, oh, um, uh, I don't know. What? The Cauldron of Eternity? Don't sell that. Hold on to that. That's going up and up.
1: Great Henge? Whew.
0: Yeah. Hold on to that one, you know? Um, at the end of the day as well, like, you've got to recognize that, like, these cards are going to lose value in the long term. Just, ba- like, Teferi Time Raveler, rotate it out of standard. It's going to take a hit then and there, right? So, you either need to sell it before that or wait long enough if you're confident that it's going to be a player in Eternal formats. But, like, the risk with these cards, especially, especially you know, in in, in this era of, of hyper-powered releases from, from Magic that has just... We've seen more bands in the last 12 months. Than we've seen who knows how long. This is inherently risky. Like, what should you do with your Valky and Tibbers? If you're worried about losing money on it, sell it. And if it goes up another 10 bucks, 20 bucks, don't worry about it. You cashed out. That's
1: pretty, it looks pretty stable looking at the pricing data for the last like two weeks. It's gone from like 30 to 25. Mm. Bance it. Bance it.
0: Get rid of them. Like, if you don't want it and you're worried about losing money on it, get rid of them, man. Get rid of them. Especially for the sort of person who is the bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Get that bird in the hand.
1: Get that bird in the Get hand.
0: Get that bird. Get that bird out of your hand. Go to UBox We Buy and sell the bird to ChannelFireball.com. Can I tell you, ChannelFireball.com will buy a bird from your hand. Dennis, do you know where they won't buy birds from? A bush. A the bush. They don't. If you try to sell channel a bird that's in a bush, or even two birds that that are in a bush, right? They're gonna tell you they're gonna tell you to pack up and uh, hands only. They're gonna say hands only, mate. Hand stuff only. No bush stuff. Hands on. No bush stuff only. It doesn't get bush stuff only. It, it, this is the thing, you know. Um, it, we got a response here, right? From one of the other yeah, jackals in the chat. It, this is an interesting response here. I wanted to. I wanted to share a response. So, I, you know, I do read through the Discord. Um, if you want to join the discussion, by the way, Bit.ly, So join on Discord. Vin, the human, very suspicious. Mm. Didn't assume that you weren't a human until you said you were. Yeah, none,
1: none now I'm concerned. Now there could be a digital, digital fly. Now I'm worried.
0: Um, had an interesting response that I want to. Uh, I want to. Uh, want to highlight here if you'd sold that oko to pay for the draft you could have done another draft we could have drafted anything even another oko this is the mentality that people get into Vin the Human uh, follows it up the trick to making money with gambling now this is this is immediately red flags hell of, hell of a sentence the trick to making money with gambling this is what I wanted because any sense at the start was like wow this is a wild ride but this is actually good advice the trick to making money with gambling is you only gamble your winnings and never put more into it than you intended In the first place, first draft for 15 bucks, you get an oko you could have sold for 30. Great, sell it, put 15 back in where that came from, and use the 15 for another draft. Didn't get anything worth 15 in that draft, that's fine as well. But don't go into the next draft thinking you are owed anything since the last one Mm -hmm. didn't pay out.
1: This is a little bit like a uh, martingale strategy. Mm -hmm. You heard of a martingale betting strategy Mm -hmm. already? So, in a game. Um uh, that has anything remotely close to a coin toss. A good example is um roulette, yeah. where red or black is rounds to 50-50. Yep. What you do is you bet a dollar.
0: Ah, yes, I know And this let's say you
1: lose. Yep, 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 yep. And you bet two dollars. Yep, yep. And let's say you lose. And you bet four dollars. And when you eventually you win, you win back all your losses. Mm-hmm. And you do that. And you go back to one dollar. If you win, you bank the dollar you won, and you bet one dollar again. Yes. And it is a... I mean it's still negative value because there's a house edge in yep. in the form of a green on a roulette for example. Yep. But technically it's kind of it works okay on like a infinite wealth and infinite time. Yeah, but do you know why it doesn't scale? Why?
0: Because you can get to a point there is no limit to the amount that you can lose. Sorry. There is a limit there's a limit to how like how much money you can keep buying in with. But there's no limit to you just losing and going, going and losing. Yes. Like you can lose everything, you can't win everything. Yes, correct. You can get to a point where it's like, oh, I don't have two thousand and forty-eight dollars to put down to cover so my losses I'm now. Out. Right? Yeah. Whereas you know, if you like, once you bust, that's it. You're just out, and you can't continue the system anymore. Yeah,
1: there is there there is a floor, but there is no ceiling. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So that's why it doesn't really work. But I just like this. I like this this mentality shift. Right? Magic is a luxury. I think that anyone who goes into magic being like, I'm going to make money off of this, unless you are like a shop, unless you are running it like a business, right, you shouldn't be worried about losing 30 bucks on a card here or there because at the end of the day, it's a hobby and it's an expensive hobby. So, Mm -hmm. I think the mentality shift that Vin the Human is suggesting here is is really important right don't go into a draft thinking you are owed anything because the last one didn't pay out
1: you are paying for fun the way you pay for a movie ticket
0: you you, you go and buy a movie you go and buy a, a, a ticket to see a film you don't come out of there being like right now how can i get more value out of this you know you just enjoyed the experience well if you're one of those people who enjoys going to the cinema i don't see the appeal personally but I took, um, you
1: to, I, I took you to a very nice cinema
0: do you know that the last time i went to the cinema Was it then? It was then with you
1: that was, a long, that was to see Rise of Skywalker when it came out. Do you want to
0: know the film that I saw before that in the cinema? What was the that? The Last Jedi. And, Star Wars is a good cinema and movie. And the film that I saw before that in the cinema? Was it The Force Awakens? The Force Awakens, yes. <laughs> yep, yep. And, uh, and before that, I think I saw The Wolf of Wall Street with that girl who brought a, a pizza in. A pizza. A pizza in, and that was the same one, by the way, who stole my grey jumper. Wow. Yeah. She probably got pizza all over it. She probably did, didn't she? Oh, don't talk to me about that great jumper. I miss it so much. It misses you. I man. Miss... It thinks you're coming home. It's oh, like a yeah, dog. Yeah, it's like, yeah, well, maybe one day he'll come back for me. Unbelievable. God. Anyway. One final question, Dennis. This is one that you wanted to include. It's a very good one. Um, it comes into us from Siridae. Mm. Oh, in, in summation, sorry. Uh, hello, my name is Susan. Sell. sell. Sell, sell, sell. Sell, sell, sell. And don't feel bad about it if the card goes ticks up a couple of bucks because it doesn't matter.
1: Seriot writes in writing says, How much of someone's win rate do you think is attributed to luck versus skill versus deck choice? I had almost 70% win rate, wow, in December with Martin uses rogues list going from gold all the way to middle. Oh, but hang on, how,
0: how would they get their hands on such protected technology, Dennis? Getting the my, Riley, Martin uses rogues list?
1: Riley, I've organized a backdoor. Oh. Okay. If you go to channelfireballcard.com slash pro yeah. and give me $5 <laughs> personally, <laughs> you can get in and I'll give you every, I'll email you everyone's list. Very good. Was I just running hot? Was I getting carried by uses deck? I'm actually good at magic? Thanks. It's tricky. So mm. some of these metrics are weird. Yeah. Like people always say, well, even the best players in the world only have like a 58% win yeah. rate, you know? And I'm like, yes, but that's a 58% win rate on the Pro Tour. Yeah. That is a 50% win rate against the other best players in the world. Yeah. I would imagine their win rate in silver arena queues would be much higher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they will never... You know, triple block with two twos thinking that it'll kill the six six death touch, but even though they have the, that damage in play. Yep. Well, not never. We have some very, you know, strong clips on top five that suggest it's not, not never, never, but it's close. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. 70% win rate. It's huge. Obviously, I think it's a mix. Probably a decent amount of luck. Probably deck choice, De- deck, deck choice and deck position Yeah, is a big deal. Yep. And if your deck is well positioned in the meta, that's huge. Um, and, skill once like this is why i think eliminate is so much more skill intensive to be honest than constructed because once you get a good a a good deck list and you read a little guide on how to play it from like some of the best players in the world like barton at that point all you gotta do is not really make mistakes yeah
0: yeah or make make as as few as possible yeah
1: and you will get carried a good percentage Mm -hmm. of the way yep yep but that's that's i mean that's the whole that this no joke that's the benefit of cfp CFP pro we had an ad campaign a while ago that was let martin do the thinking for you like let read don't don't bother testing like crappy decks figuring it out let redo do it for you.
0: I mean you know this is going to just sound like a huge shilling or whatever, but I've been using CFP Pro for my stream recently. I just mm-hmm. went and got Mengu's Salty list and I followed his sideboard guide and I I played one I, on one stream. I went ten and two, right? And you're Riley Knight and I'm of bad. all bad, <laughs> like you know. So this is this does come into it now luck skill deck choice construction they all come into it in different factors and they'll come into it in different amounts and that amount changes and here's the problem dennis because we're all magic nerds and we love to qualify quantify the unqualify uh, unquantifiable right because we prefer quantitative data rather than qualitative data people will sit and argue the back teeth off of each other about what percentages like what percentages, skill what percentages, death did i told you the story of what happened one time at the world magic cup I was doing coverage of the WMC, and we went out for dinner. Uh, It was me, Frank Carsten, and uh, some other – Corbyn was there, and just some other people, right, from the coverage team. Now, we needed to get a train because we were meeting some people, and we were meeting them at a restaurant, and the reservation was at, you know, X o'clock, 7 o'clock, let's say. But on the way to the train station, Corbyn wanted to stop at a – Uh, at like a convenience store to get something. I can't remember. Maybe let's say Rashad. Rashad went in with him and decided he wanted something else like that. That then led to something else happening that meant that we were late for the train, right? Mm. And while we were standing there having having this argument about whose fault it was, right, that we were late, that we'd missed this train, Frank, won't surprise you to learn, sat there and tried to crunch the numbers and apportion blame As percentages, right? So
1: Corbin wasted two minutes. Rashad wasted another minute. (laughs) Riley wasted a minute and a half. But
0: then there were no, no, no. But but what was even better about it was Rashad wouldn't have been. So, Corbyn held us up a little bit by going to the shop, but then Rashad held us up further by staying in the shop longer. But the only reason that Rashad went into the shop in the first place is because of Corbin, right? So, that, that blame rests on so Corbin. So, that, that blame is at least partially a trip. So, a, a percentage of Rashad's blame, right, is then put onto Corbyn instead because it wouldn't have been there. And then there were other things as well, like there were communication errors about who, when we're we meeting in the lobby and all that sort of stuff. And so, Frank actually went down... It's not possible to do this, to, to put mm-hmm. percentages on it. They're like that. But this is what magic players love to do. So whenever questions like this are asked by Sir Day, whenever, you know, how much of it is, what, what win rate is attributable to luck skill, whatever, people sit there and be like, well, it's 23% luck, it's 4.5% skill, blah, blah, that sort of stuff, because we love to have these sorts of debates and arguments. Mm-hmm. The, the, the crux of the matter is, as you said, Dennis, it's attributable to all of them in different parts and in differing amounts over time. Yep. It changes. But the long and the short of it is, channel 5 or pro, get those lists.
1: Do you have Frank Carson's number? Do you think he's the one?
0: (laughs) What do you want me to anchor? You want to to ask Frank? The thing is, it'll take a while. And we're nearly at the end of the podcast.
1: Yes, I'm rough. Yeah, we're, we're running out of time. We might
0: even have time for Viking chat. We gotta do Viking. Let's do Viking chat. Thanks for uh, writing in today. Uh, sorry, we didn't really have an answer. Uh, are you actually good at magic? Yes, you are. Yes, you're really good at magic. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. Don't listen to anyone who tells you differently. You're, you're the best You at magic. can tell
1: that just because you listen to this podcast, which means you're great Obviously, at picking
0: yeah, exactly. Well, I tell you what, even if you're not good at magic, you're great at picking podcasts. Let me tell you that one. Nice. Dennis, we've been playing Valheim. It's time at Charizard River. Viking, Sor- Viking chore simulator. Viking chore simulator. Viking Minecraft. You and I can't decide if we like the game or not. No. Um, and I think we're playing it wrong. <laughs>
1: My favorite thing to do in the game is going logging. Just making sure our little village, where we have a server with like 10 people mm-hmm. on it, has enough wood. And by that I mean four full chests of we wood. We
0: are playing what is basically a socialist utopia. Yeah. It is unbelievable. <laughs> so we've got a big long house. So the, the reason we got I was gonna say, we got a big long house that solves a saw house. When I joined the village, I built this enormous house for myself. And I was like, I hate this. I don't want this. And then went and built a smaller house for myself down the other end of the village um and the we appropriate uh, it. and everyone everyone else was like i guess this is now the communal storehouse and so they moved everything there it's very cool but um but it is very you seem surprised by how socialist it is well i've played games like this with other people and it's always like here's my stuff here's your stuff right and there are shared there are communal areas but like everyone has chests in their own house with their own stuff right there's mm-hmm. no personal property in this server not really not no. really <laughs> and it's not by like design it's just that I would now feel weird putting a chest in my house. Yeah. I would feel weird doing that because- I went to go- There was a bunch of iron in the chest and I
1: went to go make myself a cool iron sword and I was like, oh, this is like a third of all the iron we have. What if someone else needs it? I just won't bother.
0: Yeah. It's nice. It sort of shows that these, these systems do work on a small level when everyone knows each other.
1: What I spent doing, what I spent my time playing two days ago was I built a path to everyone's house with lights. Yeah.
0: I was, I didn't like that the tree line had been pushed so back, far back from the village. So I took the cultivator and a bunch of birch seeds and reforested the area outside of it. And then I was, I, then we've got like an area where there is for harvesting trees, where we plant them as close mm-hmm. as possible to each other. But then I was planting them out to look nice, to get a little forest area outside of our... Um, Outside of our village,
1: and then but then the other guys are like, "Are oh, we going to do the you know the second boss like raid at like seven o'clock?" And I'm like,
0: eh, "Yeah, I don't really, not
1: really interested." In that. Not... But then, but so I can't complain when I'm like this game where I just like maintain the supplies of the storehouse is kind of
0: boring. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, Dennis, you did that to yourself." Yeah, you and I haven't really. I fought one of the bosses. I haven't even. I oh, did you know? I see. I fought. I fought. <laughs> I fought the first boss, but I just haven't fought anyone. I, it is just like viking house building simulator and resource gathering simulator i think i'm pretty good at building houses though you are
1: your houses look i this, think yeah. i'm
0: pretty good at building houses i sort of thought like when i first joined your village because it was already established i was a little bit late to the party and there was like a baba yaga house that was built on stilts and yeah. and there was your one was pretty cool because you built it like into the side of a mountain so it's there's all yeah. these underground levels which i thought was really cool but I, I was suppressing a little smile as I was walking around the village because I'm like, they're not going to believe this. They're not going to. They're not going to. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to build a long house. For that. I'm going to build a house here, and they're not going to believe what it looks like. It's going to be so sick. Um, but apart from that, like, I don't have any, like whenever grey dwarves or anything attack me, I'm like, go away, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm logging. I'm logging. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to plant trees. Get out of here. I'm not interested in fighting you. You'll notice that Ray and I have opposite goals here. Right? I wants to plant trees. All I want to do is, is get wood. But that's fine. That's why. That's why we get that little plantation for you, where the trees are as th- as cl- like as close together as possible. As thick as they come. So, with yeah. one swing of an a- of a hammer or an axe, you can hit three of them in, in a single go. Mm-hmm. The tree physics are wild, by the way. Like it, you, you'll chop down a tree, it'll fall into another tree. Either knock that tree down, saving you have to cut it, or it will be launched up into the branches into the sky, and yeah. then <laughs> you have to chop down the tree in which it's stuck to in order to get that log down. It's fun. I, I think. I think? <laughs> It's fun. Like, when I finish playing, I'm like, I'm looking forward to playing that again. But yeah. But the, the, tell, tell people what you were saying about it. Because there, there was a comment you made as we, as we were chatting about this earlier that would uh, be really interesting. The one about how, you know, you're, you're getting to a certain point when.
1: Yeah, I'm getting to the point where I don't, I'm getting to the point where I feel like
0: I'm never going to play the game again. It's yet. interesting because, you know, we've been talking about, oh, your parents put you down for the last time and they didn't know it. I think you. This time, I think I know. I think you're <laughs> going to play Valheim one time and just be like, yep, well, I'm probably not going to play this again.
1: Like, Nikki is going to see her um her family this weekend yeah. uh, because her sister just had a baby. Congratulations, Nikki's sister. And she's allowed to go do that. And Jeff and the guys are like, oh, do you guys want to hang out and play League of Legends? And I was like, yes, I would like to play League of Legends. Yep. Not, Not Valheim.
0: Valheim. Yep.
1: And everyone else was like, yep, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe maybe the Viking grip is listening. But that being said, after we sign off here in a minute, I, can't, I might go do some logging.
0: <laughs> you know, who you got, knows? You got, you got the logging itch
1: well the other thing is like I, I was a logging man like somebody was like we need copper and i was like i'm a woodman i can't yeah
0: I'm, I'm a lumberjack yeah
1: but now logging is the woods becoming less valuable now that we have ore, like
0: steel oh you're being you're being made redundant
1: i'm a horse salesman and they're, they've introduced these model t's that i don't know what to do
0: <laughs> there's that part of it i find very compelling So, whenever I play city, I like city building sims, right, a lot, Mm -hmm. because I I like to plan them out with nice straight roads and industrial zones and everything set out just as it should be, right? And this one did feel like a medieval village that had just been thrown together- because
1: there's a house here, there's a house here. I can't put a path here because fucking Jeff lives there. Like there's there. <laughs> no
0: straight lines, there's no roads. It's just like no. oh, this bit, this bit will be easy to flatten out. I'll build my house here. I don't like this house. I'm going to build it another spot there. Oh, we need to put a wall around it to protect ourselves from attacks. The wall just goes around our houses. And now if you mm-hmm. want to build one, you have to move the wall or whatever. Um, and I like that. And I did like the the sense of people fell into jobs that they liked. Like you do the logging. I build stuff, right? And mm-hmm. and th- I don't know th- that. It's fun to play it with a bunch of other people who are sort of into it on in the same level. But having said that, it's not the sort of... I've never, I'm have never i never like, can't wait to play more. You know, I'm just like... Oh. Yeah, I've got my 15
1: hours or whatever, and I think I might be done. Like, we're talking about what we're going to play tomorrow, and I think you know I will probably just play Apex. Like, Love Apex, tomorrow.
0: man. Love Apex. Still into it. But Valheim, I right. don't know. If you like... Um, I recommend it. It's it's very popular right now. They sold, like, their fourth million copies, I, which is uh, wild. Which I, I, it's a good game. It's just Minecraft. I just don't understand how it's it's blown up in the way that it has. But it is just Viking Minecraft. It's fun. Can I tell you one thing as well? Sorry, I know I know you want to wrap things up, but there's one thing I don't understand: the art style.
1: Yeah, the kind of bloomy Fortnitey. It's, it's weird.
0: Well, not not that. Just the really low poly textures of it all. Like it.
1: Yeah, it is on. It looks like a game from. 2002. It looks like a
0: game from 2002 with a 2021 graphics engine, and it just doesn't make yeah. it doesn't make any sense at all. all the lighting
1: and the specular reflections are all massive, yeah. but everything. The ambient
0: occlusion, like- Dennis? Oh, off the chain, right? But then it's just got like low poly textures that you'd expect from a PlayStation One game, and I I I don't get it. I don't. I know I know it's a deliberate choice. It's not it's not a choice. It's not an artistic it's choice. It's not choice you would have made. No, yeah. I don't like it. I think they should. They got they they're trying to do two things in the one game and it doesn't work. So I don't know. Anyway, that's Valheim. Give it a go. It's not bad. Thanks for
1: listening to this episode of River, Scry River, Scrybabies, folks, scry Scryhards. Uh, thanks again to Joking Grot. I took a break from Joking Grot last get week for a sexy, sexy. Taking the
0: week off. Yep. But
1: he's back. He's back. Back in there. He does. He records it live every week under Riley's. It's desk. really un,
0: like I don't know why he. We, he just locked himself into this contract, which I think was very foolish. Like he could have just sent us. A I mean, you offered to take a
1: recording, and he was like, "No, no, is what the contract says." I thought he was classic. Joking. I thought he was French.
0: No I'm idea. pretty sure it's French. It might be Belgian.
1: Well, like French Belgian. Maybe I have no idea. Yeah, what it's I don't called. think he's like. I just did East, that vaguely. East, I don't think accent. he's like Eastern <laughs>
0: European. No. no, no yeah, no. Um, but thank you, Kim and, and sorry for you know. All, a huge amount of, we're not even paying him. Like, you can listen to his music for free. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just doing it all for, uh, doing it all gratis. But uh, thanks, for, thanks for doing it anyway.
1: All right. Submit your questions on uh, bit.ly slash it's Riley's Discord. Join. Join Riley's yeah. Discord. And submit your secret Dennis Raw reacts yes. to Riley via Twitter DM. Yeah, I'd love that. And stay fresh, cheesebags.